This episode of the podcast is brought to you by your own personal mini Zach. Bring him with you while you go shopping, go on dinner dates with him, or even have sleepovers. But be careful, he will hit on your father. <laughs> I will. En toppleder ska vara exklusiv. Han ska headhuntas, inte komma färdigt ut och parterat. Låt mig bygga ditt renommé, så ska jag lova dig en stilling som femdubbel lönen. Men vågan? Så är det bin bara. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. I'm Frank. I'm Zach. That's Zach. Today we're doing our first foreign film. I know, right? Well, sort of our first foreign film because we did Parasite. Yeah. That was more of like a first impressions, like we just saw it in theaters. This is like an actual in-depth review. Yeah, now we can kind of like go fully in-depth on foreign. Yeah. And boy, was it hard to take notes for this. <laughs> it's always, it always is. Yeah, because I'm like, oh cool, they're saying something sweet. I'm going to put that in. Oh, I missed the next line because I was right. <laughs> now I don't know what's going on. Uh, Zach, give us the rundown. You got it. Per bud. usual. All right. So Headhunters came out in 2012, directed by Morton Tildum. Uh, you have three characters who I really feel like are the main squeeze to this. The main squeeze. Mm. Like a freshly squeezed OJ. Yep. Or beet juice. <laughs> Just ring it out, man. Ring it out right into a jar. <laughs> so I'm going to butcher the fuck out of these names. So you have Sinove Makoti Lund, who plays Diana Brown. They, super, super Norwegian names. And oh, yeah. Also, just like very American yeah, names what the in fuck? the film. Like every, well, <laughs> except for like the last one that I have. So you have Axel Henne, who that's actually pretty decent to pronounce. That's a cool name, though. Yeah, Axel. Axel. Yeah, that's a bad Especially how name. it's spelled. It's like A K S E L. Oh, Ak. Ooh, Ooh, yeah. I like that. Uh, he plays Roger Brown, the main character. Roger. Roger. And you have. Uh-oh. Nicola Coster Waldo, who plays Class Grieve. Claw. <laughs> <laughs> who, um, if you don't know who that is, he plays Jamie Lannister in Game of Thrones. Ah, I didn't know that. And that is where I know him from. And I was like, cool, he's in it. And what, the, I, I had like a tough time trying to figure out what language they were speaking. Was it's it Norwegian. German? Oh, okay. It's it's all Norwegian. So it was close to German. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Don't tell the Germans that. I, <laughs> don't tell the Germans anything. <laughs> all right. So if you don't know what Headhunters is, which you probably don't, it's a movie about a, a guy named Roger who is a headhunter, which basically just means that he is a like recruiting agent sort of for like a pretty big company. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, Pathfinder. That yeah. was the name of the company. And uh, basically, he's just kind of like, you know, living his life. And he's got a wife who he's pretty um, self-conscious about. Yeah, because she's gorgeous. She's really like... pretty, and she's significantly taller than him. And he's like <laughs> shorter. She's He's like a shorter guy, but he makes a decent living, or at least it seems like he does. Mm-hmm. Um, and he it ends up being that the way that he's able to afford the lifestyle that he's able to afford, which is a giant house and, you know, three different cars and all of that is basically he just steals art, um, very expensive art. And then he basically sells it on the black market. And he does it in a very cool way too. It's where cool. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. He prints out like almost a replica of it mm-hmm. and then he'll get in and he says too, is like no more than 10 minutes. Yeah. You just in and out. Yeah. You, and he takes it apart. He takes out the painting. He puts it in like this big sleeve and then just puts the old or the, the copy in. Yeah. And then just fucks off. Yeah. <laughs> and man, 
I got the premise of this movie wrong three times while watching it. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, we're not done yet. Okay. Uh, so he ba- he steals art, and um, it turns out that there is a very, very expensive piece of art that... In, the way that they explain it is that it almost seems as if if he gets this piece and he's able to sell it on the black market, that he almost would never have to steal any art ever again. Mm-hmm. Um, and... It ends up being that a new guy comes into town. Class. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> Introducing Class Greaves. Steal your girl. And um, yeah, and Class is like a ex-military. He is the scariest, most charming man in this entire <laughs> yeah. film. And he's really uh, he's ex-military. And basically, what he did, what he did in the military was track people. Mm-hmm. So that was his specialty, which is always scary. Yeah. When, like, so he he's that. the one who owns that piece of art. So you know, uh, Roger tries to steal it and. And then it basically turns into a cat and mouse game of Mm. Roger running for his life for about 45 minutes straight. Yeah, because he knows that he took it. Yep. (laughs) Good job, Zach. (laughs) Thank you. I watched the film. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, this film, like, really, I I couldn't get the premise down. Oh, what? What was the issue? So, So, before I watched it. I was under the impression from the trailer. Dude, the trailer is awful. Yes, the trailer. For this film? It's, it's like a... The trailer is so bad. It's a bad. 1990s, like, <laughs> old school fucking action it's like, movie. It's like intro. Roger Brown <laughs> is, a, <laughs> is a corporate yuppie. <laughs> so I, I thought going into this film that Roger was a corporate yuppie who just so happened to kill people for hire. Oh, okay. And then... Five minutes into the film, I was like, oh, no, wait, he's a corporate yuppie who steals art for a living. Yeah. And then for the entire movie, I was like, okay, this is cool because now it's going after Roger once class, like, finds out about it. Mm -hmm. And then, like you said, it's just a game of cat and mouse. And then towards the end, which I guess we'll, like, talk about more but like once we got to like the whole reason why everything's going on Mm -hmm. for a couple of minutes it lost me really yeah i was um i was i literally wrote in my notes too i was like what the fuck is this storyline now (laughs) like i don't i don't understand what's going on it was pretty cut and dry kind of also fuck you man like we were doing so good with like no animals being killed an animal gets killed in this and an animal gets but you must admit it's actually pretty hysterical <laughs> yeah, there was a couple. Well, okay, so like, what happens is, class like has this giant pit bull. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Let's, okay. let's, go, let's go back a little. Bit. All right, well, let's go back into it later. So uh, I like how in the beginning you kind of are fed this information as his wife is kind of like this. She she seems to be very uh, self centered and very obsessed with like materialism. And yeah. he's basically just saying, like, how his why, you know, the reason as to why he's struggling with money is because his wife always kind of wants more. So she needed the best house. She needed the best cars and, you know, all that. So he's almost bankrupt just from taking her out to dinner. Yeah, he has no money in his in his pocket, basically. And again, he, he ends up stealing a painting in which they kind of show you how he does it all, and which is very, very cool. Yeah. Uh, and it ends up being a, like, I don't know exactly. I think it's like. It was eighty. Kronor, which is like the mm-hmm. Swedish, uh, you know, like their currency. I don't know mm-hmm. exactly how that what, what that translates to into American currency, but it's like eighty thousand 
dollars of whatever that is. And he was like, like, that won't even cover a quarter of my house yeah, for the payment. Yeah, like that won't even cover the, the, my mortgage, like my, my next month's payment on my mortgage, which is insane. Yeah. Uh, so he is like really like scraping, but he but he has this appearance of you know very very well put together, almost kind of like Patrick uh, Bateman in American Psycho. N- no, I was gonna say uh, that the um oh man I can't think of it Nocturnal what? Animals. Oh yeah, where yeah, like yeah. they are struggling, but they you know they have to have appearances. You have to mm-hmm. you know you got to look like you're wealthy. Um, and then I think at the end of the movie where it kind of like gives you like more of like a reveal of something. I think it's actually like pretty powerful. But anyway. I really, really like, though, her character where she's kind of like this Diana. woman who, yeah, where she's like an artist who owns an art gallery and she, you know, she's trying to kind of be her, her own individual and she's more of like the creative one. But in reality, what she really wants is just to like have a kid and yeah. just kind of have like a family and a life with Roger. And Roger is so self-conscious about his height and his looks and all that, that he's he, five foot six, yeah, <laughs> uh, that he can't like just see that and he's obsessed with it i mean towards the end of the film you kind of realize like exactly what's going on and we'll get into it but Mm. i don't know i really really like the dynamic between them i did too and you you learn like really early on like a hot button issue between them is like kids yeah in general but um there, there was a part where once roger finds out that class has like this uh original i think it was like a reuben Mm-hmm. Uh, not the sandwich, but the painting. <laughs> Man, good Ruben down there. <laughs> but um, when he goes in to like try and take it, and he pauses for a second and looks outside and sees like the kids playing and like takes off his mask a little bit and just watches them. Yeah. And I'm like, this could be done outside. Like you, you are breaking you to, one you of your rules leave. right yeah. now. Yeah. You said ten minutes yeah. has already been nine. But you know what I love about this movie? I think the pacing of this film is perfect. I really thought the pacing was really well done. At no point did I feel like anything was being rushed or it was taking like way too long. No. And honestly, from like minute, I would say like 20 to minute like hour 15, I was super hooked. I would like the entire time I was like on the edge of my seat, like seeing yeah, what would happen. Yeah, this movie is like nail biting. Like yeah. you do, because you are just terrified. Because I mean, I think they. They, they paint Roger to be like this guy who you almost kind of feel bad for. Mm-hmm. So when he gets in the situation that he does get into, you just really, really want to see him get out of it. And fucking class is just on insane. Him. Like, he is on him. Like yeah. every fucking like 30 seconds, he's yeah. right around the corner. I really, really like Evind Sander, the, like the security guard guy that like helps him. Oh, Ovi? The, yeah. The, the, uh, the introduction to him, Mm-hmm. I think it's really, really fun. Well, like, it, like I call like uh, the real introduction to him because the, the the first introduction is him to him is like him kind of like helping him break into like yeah, security and whatever. But like you, the first time you get to see his personality, oh, with Natasha is, is when he's <laughs> shooting with his girlfriend or whatever. She, they're, they're, they are literally shooting live rounds of of, of <laughs> at handguns each at each other just for fun around the while house. naked. Yeah, and it's absolutely insane. God, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I was watching that and I was like, what is going on? <laughs> it's bizarre. Your sex life must be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then you learn like a little bit more about him where it's like she's this like prostitute, but like he's kind of in love with her. Yeah. And he has like the security system that like doesn't show on the bed, but it shows like everywhere else. Mm-hmm. And 
he'll have like his friends like watch the cameras oh, as they're yeah she's yeah. Uh, as they're doing foreplay but yeah. not actual sex because yeah. that's just for him yeah that's very important <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he does say a very important line that does come to play further in the film which is where he you know Roger is kind of against guns and he's like he's like why do you always have to bring a fucking gun like everywhere we go and he kind of you know uh, rebuttals with. I always have guns on me. He goes, "There's in my house, there's a gun in every room within arm's length. Mm-hmm. And that definitely comes to play later. Uh, but yeah, so like, let's get into the actual like cat and mouse. Yeah, so... Uh, so, I love the start of it. I love the start of like, kind of like the breaking down of Roger, where he calls his wife on the phone mm-hmm. while he's at the apartment and he realizes that her cell phone is at Klaus's uh, apartment. Yeah, so then there's that big reveal that Klaus is sleeping with Diana, yeah. which honestly I was not particularly fond of that portion of it. Okay. Um I don't I don't feel like yes, it had like a point to the story, but overall it wasn't like the most meaningful thing. It wasn't the most it. it wasn't the most meaningful, but I I I they didn't like make it like a I, I think it was done well enough where it's not it's not like that becomes like part really of the story in which like they keep like going back to. It's kind of more of a thing that like this is happening and he knows about it. Mm-hmm. So now he's just really fucking pissed off and then it just kind of like spirals from there, but it's not like it's not like you you're getting the whole thing where like Diane is like with him and then yeah. and then it cuts back to her cheating on him and blah 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 like kind of like um uh what's that other movie that we did? Man, I can't think of any movies today. The guy who did Ex Machina Oh, Alex Garland yeah. with um, Annihil- no, Annihilation. No. Yeah, was, where like, oh, yeah, yeah, where yeah. like Natalie Portman just kept going, it, it kept like going oh, back yeah, a little yeah. bit and forth with like her cheating on. Yeah, uh, it was like why Oscar Isaac, and I'm like, eh, I don't really need this part. It, it is not nearly like that. It's kind of more of just like, hey, this is happening. Yeah, but then you also have like the pissed. same thing with like Lodi, like Rogers, kind of side chick. Yeah, but she, again, like there, there are like little bit there, there are small tropes in this film. Mm-hmm. But they all come back to be a part of the story in like a bigger way. Yeah. Because she ends up being, again, working so much more. with Klaus. Yeah. And then, yo, know, the, the way he kills her. <laughs> yeah. Man. The way that everybody dies in this movie. The gore in this film man, is they really They do not great. fucking let up at all. No, the gore is really, really good. Did you like the twin fat cops? Yeah, they were, they were fun, right? <laughs> I like I that I was like, like a weird quirky I, thing. I, thought, I, I like how they were kind of like the only reason as to why Roger survived that yeah. car crash because they're, they were basically just airbags on both sides yep. of them. Yeah, it was really good. As soon as like two, like you heard like, oh man, like whatever his name is truck got stolen i was like fucking great class has it and like he's gonna run him over yeah i was honestly like scared too like um when roger like does get away and like he steals like ovi's clothes and his car and then goes up to like that weird cabin yeah and he just like hides out there and then immediately like class is on him like yeah. he's right there and it, that's and after the fact that he like gets rid of all of his clothing and yes. he gets, because we didn't mention but like he the company that he that he then worked for after he got out of the military was Hote H-O-T-E yeah. and they basically specialized in tracking as well but with microscopic like transmitters yeah so they could basically place a, a transmitter on you that's literally microscopic that you cannot see mm-hmm. and uh, then you know they have all they need to be able to track you as fast as possible so even after he gets rid of all of his clothing and, and, he, and he gets rid of his car and all, anything that he owns owns and the only thing that he has is 
left as the hair on his head, basically. Yeah. And he's still being able to get tracked. And mm-hmm. he's like, I don't understand how he's finding me. And then it comes to, then he, then he kind of realizes that it's in his hair, that they wiped it in his hair mm-hmm. and it can't really be removed. The only way that he's able to do it is to cut, to basically shave his head. Yeah. Which he does. But I, I was freaking out too. Cause I was like, when, when we're in the cabin still, and he goes to like the outhouse to try and like hide the painting. And Ugh. He sees that Ugh. glass is like right there. That's rough. And yeah, he has like the toilet paper roll, <laughs> and he goes down into the porta potty. It's just and, so yeah, much. It's shit. just so much shit, <laughs> and like he's literally just breathing through like the the toilet paper roll. Yeah. And I was waiting. I was waiting for class to be like, you know what? I got to take a piss <laughs> and just let me like aim for it. And him just like having to like drink it and like stay alive. That would have been actually really funny. I was I was waiting for it and I was like, please, yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I, <laughs> that would have been actually really good. Yeah. You should have directed this movie. Uh, like. I would have. Um, and I, and I, I love when, when they do, when he does end up stealing the semi truck and he crashes into them. Man, he shot that thing far. That thing goes flying. Yeah. And uh, he, I like how how he's uh, when when uh, when Roger has to fake being dead. Yes. Yeah. And it's like really really intense because class is like trying to like feel for a pulse, mm-hmm. but he can't reach him because of like the wreckage of the car and all that, and he can't get around the big dude that's a, that's blocking him. Yeah. So he's kind of just staring at him to see if that if he's like gonna blink or anything like that. And that's a pretty intense, and it's only like maybe 15 seconds, maybe not even that long, but man, it feels like a lifetime because you're like, oh, don't fucking blink. Shit, do not blink. Don't blink. <laughs> don't dilate your eyes. Yeah. Don't breathe. Don't, you, can, you just gotta, you just gotta be dead. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's intense. But yeah, the gore in this movie, I think is done really well. Yeah. Uh, Especially to I'm like an the other for cop. Gore. Yeah. <laughs> that dude's face is just yeah. not a face anymore. I know. And then he plays it off where it's like, that's him. Yeah. To the cops. Yeah. And then that's kind of like where he shaves his head and you kind of get like one of the first like real, real like emotional scenes where he's like kind of breaking down and crying mm-hmm. and, uh, and then just kind of like upset that this is the situation that he got himself in and also probably still upset about the, his wife cheating on him with the guy that's trying to kill him. And, yeah. and, uh, I don't know. It's, it's pretty sad, but he kind of does like a Heisenberg thing and he shaves his head and then he becomes a badass he Roger like Victor Zaz from Batman. I don't know Victor Zaz. He's a murderer who is just completely bald. <laughs> so anybody bald? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so any bald person looks like Victor Zaz. Well, no. You I heard mean, that. you hear that dad? <laughs> is your dad bald? Yeah, my dad shaves his head. Oh, cool! But uh, you know what's actually really funny? Just a side story. Mm-hmm. I talked to uh, I, t- I called my dad one day. It's I think it's actually the day that I got my brand new car. Mm-hmm. My brand new car! Ah, <laughs> come on down, Frank. <laughs> um, and you mean the one that's on fire right now? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I called my dad, and my dad's like, "Hey, how'd it go?" You know, he's like, "Cause my dad is he lives in Florida, mm-hmm. and we're in New York, so." Uh, he, he calls me and he's like, how, how'd the car go? Blah, blah, blah. And we're like talking to him. And, my, and Jess is there, my girlfriend, and she's yeah. sitting right next to me. And I, Jess and I, like a few weeks prior, basically, she basically told me that she's never seen a bald person before. And I just was like, what do you mean? <laughs> you are lying. <laughs> and she's like, I don't th- I don't know. She's like, I've never known one personally. I don't know. So I told my dad that mm-hmm. while she while while she was sitting next to me and he was on speakerphone. So I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you know, Jess said that she's actually never like met a bald person before. My dad is like in tears from laughing. <laughs> and my dad's response 
and to, to this day is probably one of it, it makes me laugh it's still funny is he goes uh, he goes well when i finally meet you because they never met right mm-hmm. he goes he goes normally i wear a hat Mm-hmm. He goes, so he goes, don't worry. I'll, uh, he's like, I'll take off my hat real slow. So I won't like, I won't expose you all at once. <laughs> I won't scare you. <laughs> and anyway, I thought that was funny. Um, uh, anyway, yes, back the- to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> he just wears like a toupee and he's like, gotcha. Takes it off really quick. <laughs> but yeah, like, uh, so at this point he looks fucking awful. I don't know how he found scissors oh, no, and like was, a razor. That was like the medical kit that like was in the uh in like the police car. I don't feel like they have that. Everybody has a medical kit. I don't have a medical kit. You don't have a medical kit? Should in your I car? have a medical kit? I have one. Well, I don't I I have a I also have a lot of cocaine. <laughs> I have like a small fire extinguisher in my in car. In your car? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Where? It's it's in the trunk. <laughs> I also have tools in case something goes wrong, but like, but not, like not I don't useful tools. Though. I don't know. Like, I have, I, <laughs> like a power drill that needs to be plugged in, <laughs> a flashlight that's always has dead batteries, <laughs> two spare batteries that are dead, <laughs> a laptop to look up how to do how to change a tire, but requires but requires internet, so I can't use it. <laughs> And a cracked screen. <laughs> but uh, anyway. Yeah, but no razor. No razor. I don't know why that was in there. But anyways, that was a useful thing for him to get. Yeah, that worked out. Be able to shave himself. Yeah. And then, because like the whole the whole time in this film, I'm like, wow, like he's being chased because one, Roger was like, oh, I, I found out, but I'm not going to tell you that you're sleeping with my wife, so you're not going to get the job at Pathfinder that mm-hmm. I set you up for. And two, I also stole a priceless painting that you own. So the whole time I was like, okay, like this makes sense as to why like class is like chasing after him and like trying to get him and like try to kill him. Mm-hmm. And then it's revealed at this point that the whole reason that this is going on is that class is kind of like going bankrupt for the company that he works for Hotes because they got like merged with Amtech yeah. in America. So he's trying to take over Pathfinder. And in order to do that, he decides that I need to kill. Well, he actually has like a, like they actually, there's like a contract on his head. Basically. He's, yeah. ba- he's basically like almost like a hitman for hire as well, because again, ex military. Yeah. So there's like a, a price tag on Roger's head. So yeah. if he kills him, then he gets his job and also money mm-hmm. and also his girl. Yes. Because that's what he believes. Because you're also led to believe the, throughout the film that um, that Diane is kind of working with Klaus. Yeah. And then it kind of comes to be that like Lodi, the, the girl that like Roger has been seeing too, is also in on it. Yeah. Because he then, goes to her house because he has nowhere to turn at this point. Yeah. And he doesn't know who to trust. He doesn't know what the hell is going on anymore. And uh, I was almost going to say, too, like before all the shit went down and like he's leaving like the parking lot and like she shows up. I'm like, oh, she's going to say that she's pregnant and he's not going to want it because he doesn't want kids right now. Oh, yeah. And then it would be like a whole other thing that like Diana, I should have fucking directed this. I could have fucking added in these small little things. (laughs) Small details. Um, Move over Morton. So. Uh, yeah, so you're kind of led to believe that Diane's kind of working with him, and then it, and then it, you know he ends up kind of thinking that Diane is the one that put all the transmitters in his hair, and mm-hmm. and that you know that she doesn't love him anymore, and that she wants to actually you know be with Klaus, and then it turns out no, 
actually. She has no idea about any of this. Yeah, she just literally was kind of like, she she just had like an issue with like the children thing, saw a class and was like, I'm going to sleep with him. Yeah. He's, he's dashing. He is. He Handsome. is. He's a good looking guy. He was always dashing in Game of Thrones as well, mm. even when he had his gold hand and was messing around with his sister. Oh. <laughs> I forgot that you haven't really seen Game I've of Thrones. I've never seen it. <clears throat> yep. It's, um, <laughs> yeah, that's how episode one ends. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, you find out that they're banging. Him and his sister? Yeah, and then he pushes Bran out the window, and then that causes him to be paralyzed from the waist down. I feel like I should get into Game of Thrones. I don't think you should watch the last two seasons. Mm. Everything else is pretty solid. Hmm. But just go into the mindset that like maybe it got canceled, and you can just, you just wonder yeah, yeah, what yeah. happened. Because, <laughs> yeah. boy, that last season... Was a fucking travesty. Was it? Oh my god! It was the worst thing that ever happened in so, all of in all of so TV history. So many fans <laughs> were just like I, like the past five years that I spent like watching this show, erased <laughs> in the matter of like three weeks. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, that's like that is honestly like the worst. I'm so glad Breaking Bad did it like perfectly. Mm-hmm. I never saw El Camino and I don't want to see El Camino because I just don't want it to be ruined. What about Better Call Saul? I watched like the first season of Better Call Saul and I, I, I enjoyed it enough mm-hmm. but I just, I don't know. TV, I don't really you know, TV shows are not my thing. They tend not to be my thing. I'm always just gravitate more towards films in general. So it, you gotta be like really, really good for me to be engaged or, and uh, you know I, I've tried with so many TV shows my girlfriend has tried to get me to watch so many shows and it just never works out. You like um, 90 Day Fiance though. I don't watch 90 Day Fiance. My girlfriend watches 90 Day Fiance, and oh. then sometimes I have to. I make my girlfriend watch 90 <laughs> Day Fiance. <laughs> One of the funniest things <laughs> that so has funny. ever happened, and it, and it brought me to my knees <laughs> from laughing, was uh, Zach one day. I, I'm talking to Zach. We, this is when we work together. And I'm like, Zach, I'm like, my girlfriend is making me. It wasn't 90 Day Fiance that yeah. it was. Yeah, it we was were like, talking about 90 Day Fiance. I was like, fiance. my girlfriend's making me watch this show called 90 Day Fiance. And, and it's, you know, bu- you know, it's about this and it's about that and blah, 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 blah. And, and I was like, you know what I'm talking about, right? Because your girlfriend makes you watch garbage TV. Mm. And Zach just <laughs> looks at me and he goes, I actually make my girlfriend watch that <laughs> show with me because I really enjoy it. <laughs> I like garbage TV. <laughs> It was the funniest oh. thing oh. that ever happened at six in the morning while we were resetting fucking like strollers. Oh man, it was rough. Yeah. Um. Anyway, good times though. Good times. Yeah. But um. Yeah. So then, like, you you have that really emotional scene where Diana is talking with Roger and like explains like I don't need all like this materialistic yeah. things and like yeah. I just want like a family and like I'm so sorry for cheating on you. And I was waiting for him to just, like, kill her. I was waiting <laughs> for him dramatic. to just be like, I know you're a part of this. You've been lying to me. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. So, like, then you're right. Like, that kind of reveal of her basically telling him, like, I don't care about any of this stuff. Like, mm-hmm. this is all just stuff. And then you kind of realize that Roger has just been overcompensating his entire relationship. Mm-hmm. Because he's just so self-conscious about his like height and 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 he doesn't love you know just all of it basically just him him feeling like he's kind of inadequate to yeah. her and you then realize that his entire relationship with her has basically just been him trying to basically like 
be approved by her mm-hmm. you know like he always is trying to get the next best thing and she doesn't care about any of that and at the end of the day she actually just genuinely loves him yeah and just actually wants to have a family with him mm-hmm. and it kind of is like wow that's that's a uh, that's very meaningful yeah and really like sad to think mm-hmm. about like roger's whole fucking relationship because you don't they don't give you like a i don't know if they actually say how long they were together for but it uh, couldn't have been like too long but anyway, you just have to like, you know, just imagine that his entire relationship, he's basically just like just trying to make himself seem <laughs> better and bigger yeah. than he really is. Because uh, he's short. He is short. I'm even taller than him. <laughs> I'm pretty short for for a man of my age. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so then, then that's revealed. And I really like the ending. I thought the ending was really, really great with how he how he ends up killing. Yes. Class. When when he goes back to like. Ovi's house and yeah. like try to he, he tries to like remove any evidence of like him being there like kind of how he was beforehand like stealing yeah. art and at this point like again fucking even without the hair class like just comes right in and then like you you have like the whole video camera set up because like he turned on the alarm system so mm-hmm. like now everybody's watching it mm-hmm. and he's just played like this clever game honestly where like he outsmarted the the tracker yeah where diana went to him last night to like sleep with him but it was actually to put blanks into his gun yeah which is weird because i was like this man has several guns what makes you think he's gonna use just this one yeah yeah. unless it has on the side my favorite gun (laughs) (laughs) gun to kill roger with (laughs) i've been saving this one (laughs) and then it's it's just shown that like he was to blame for like all of this like all the murders but then somehow he gets away because it makes it look like Roger was actually Ovi who yeah. had died. Yeah. So it was never tracked to the come whole, back to the Roger. The whole thing is actually done very well, like very intelligently, I guess yeah. is the word I said. Because he tells you like how he like how he switched broke out it the down guns and, it and was, everything. It was, I was like, you know what? This is impressive. Like, mm. I, it was some good writing, I thought. I thought it was actually pretty good. Yeah. I just didn't... I, I felt like the last scene in the film was a little out of place like when he's explaining it and then like he goes back to saying about like the reputation and he's kind of sitting there and then it's like the 90s like heist ending where it's like but i like i like his last little line where he's like my name is roger brown mm-hmm. i'm five foot six and that's tall enough or whatever he says <laughs> that's, or that's that's good that's enough just enough that's just enough yeah and he kind of it's, it's a happy ending it is, yeah, because uh, then you get the the glimpse of like him with his hair back, and like he goes to kiss Diana, and she's pregnant, and yeah. it's like, oh, cool, they're yeah. gonna start a family. So I like it. I think it's a good little, uh, it's a good little action thriller, uh, and I think it's done very, very well. Yeah, yeah. It was Overall, a- real quick, we didn't touch on it because we kind of like glazed over it, but the pit bull thing. Oh yeah, it was where, hysterical. Like, yeah, actually. the pit bull like attacks Roger. <laughs> Early on in the movie, and he grabs him and like throws the pit bull onto like a spike from the tractor. Yeah, and then, and drives, then drives the tra- off with the tractor, <laughs> and the dog, the dog is still, still on it. Yeah. <laughs> Zach, oh, Zach hates animal deaths, but you have to that admit, was that was funny. funny. <laughs> it was funny, still. 
fuck you for making, for putting this movie in place. Uh, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, I have a recommendation. I was going to ask if you have a recommendation. You didn't let me ask you sorry, first sorry, if you ahead. have a again. recommendation. Do it, do it again. Frank, we'll, we'll redo it. No, 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 no. no stop. Relax. Okay, relax. Okay, okay. Calm down. All right, guys. So that's it. Uh, Zach, anything Frank, else? Frank, do you want to talk about <laughs> something? <laughs> Shit, I fucked up. You didn't even say it. Oh, recommendation, Frank, yeah? I do. Yay. Uh, <laughs> Big sh- fun. <laughs> so, yes. Um, last year, mm-hmm. I found out that Barnes & Nobles has a marketplace online in which you can buy used books mm-hmm. for very, very cheap. And they, they do it in a way where they have a certain amount of sellers who sell a book and... Um, they, they they do they do like a quality control so they they realize that it's a used book they go through it all they make sure that all the pages are there and it's not like completely fucked up and you know whatever and all just messed up and um and then if it's good enough then they'll allow it to be sold mm-hmm. so i got the girl with the dragon tattoo the whole like trilogy through there because i was like man i really really want to read this book mm-hmm. right and i was like what am i gonna what am i gonna do what am i gonna do and i'm the type of person that i'm not impulsive but i i'm the type of person that if i if i want something i kind of want it right then and there mm-hmm. uh so i don't love like online shopping but i went to barnes and noble and they had they had like the, t- the paperback version of it and it was a little tiny little book. It was honestly, you could probably like fit it in your pocket. Yeah, you don't want that. And I was like, eh. And it was like $25. Yeah. And I went online and I saw that Barnes & Nobles has this thing going on. And they had like the box set limited edition. Three books, right? The entire trilogy. Mm-hmm. Plus like an extra book of like something else about the, the author and all that. For $22. That's pretty good. And I was like, well, I could spend 45 on the paperbacks that don't nearly look that good. Or I can get like the limited edition version for $22 and I get all three of them. So that's like, why would you $7 a book or whatever, you know? So I was like, I'm definitely going to do that. Mm -hmm. And then I got, I'll be honest. It was a little sketchy because I ordered the book and then I kind of just got nothing for like two weeks. And I was like, man, this is taking a little while. And (laughs) I kind of, and and I kind of forgot about it. I got swindled. And then one day I come home from work and there's just a brown paper bag like it's just so crudely wrapped Um. (laughs) (laughs) and there was no like actual packaging or anything Mm. it was basically just the books inside a brown bag and then they just they sent it out but i got them and they were totally fine there was no issues with them at all okay so i was like all right you know what this this worked out this is a happy uh, this is a good thing that happened uh so you know that was my recommendation that if you're gonna if you want to read and i i I love reading um i didn't think i never thought i was going to be the type that would really enjoy reading because in high school i was like no teacher you can't get me to read (laughs) hey teacher leave them kids alone (laughs) um so i then you know you i finally actually found myself enjoying reading when i decided that like oh i'm gonna read books that i actually like uh not being forced to read fucking you know whatever you didn't like of mice and men not really what? I didn't really like Of Mice and, Lenny? Of Mice and Men. I mean, Lenny was fine. I can't remember the other guy's <laughs> name. <laughs> Nobody did. I think it was George. <laughs> George? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't really care. For, I didn't really care for that book. The only book that I genuinely enjoyed in high school was Hamlet. Oh. No. I like Hamlet a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hamlet was cool. Um, I really enjoyed... I think it was Hamlet. I think... Hamlet's the one with the three witches at the beginning, right? No. Which one am I thinking of? I have no idea. There was there was a weird movie 
Nope. Made, what? No, no, no. There was a movie made with Patrick Stewart, and it took place during the Cold War. This is not Hamlet. That, mm, yeah, I know, but it's a Shakespearean film. I it, don't know. Hmm. With witches. Yes, with witches. I don't remember. Hmm. No, Hamlet's the one where like his father die. He gets killed by his brother, and then his brother takes over the kingdom. It's basically Lion King. <laughs> if you if you've ever seen Lion King, I have I actually seen the best film ever made. I've never seen Lion King. What? I, I've actually never seen most Disney films, like right, most like the Lion classic King Disney. Next. Um, I've never seen them, but I read Hamlet. Hamlet, and I was like, I think I kind of get the general idea. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, Barnes and Noble Marketplace. Okay, I was gonna say, are you are you recommending Barnes and Noble Marketplace, or are you recommending <laughs> hardback covered books, no, or no, no, are you no, recommend- no, no. I well, I guess my recommendation is a read mm-hmm. find a book that you that you know find a uh, a genre that you get you one would... per episode that next episode you get to talk about the part b <laughs> <laughs> um and then also if you're you know if you don't want to spend full price on books then i recommend going to barnes and noble go on their website and then you can kind of like scroll down a little bit and it goes like hey you can also get them for 22 bucks or whatever it is and then it leads you to the marketplace that's pretty good i like it also i recommend girl with the dragon tattoo and the whole trilogy because i'm really enjoying it a lot I just did three recommendations in one, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> what do you got, Zach? Uh, Zachary. That's it. Take us out. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Now, Frank, if you don't gamble, you don't win. <laughs>